0: freaking cat hair in my eyeball okay i think i got it you're
1: listening to swept together the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home at work and on the road
0: we're your hosts annabelle and christian join us as we explore the world and make our home together wherever we end up
1: because after all home is how How we live live our burn. Hello and welcome to episode fifty-two of Swept Together, the show where we talk about our relationship and business and traveling while we're in this crazy RV trip. That's what, like a half, half done. Not I mean, quite, but yeah, almost half
0: Close. done. Close. We're almost six. Well, months I guess in. five
1: months. We're yeah. closer to five months because it was
0: <laughs> five months was like yesterday, <laughs> or two days ago.
1: Yeah. And happy fall to everybody.
0: Woohoo! My favorite season.
1: It's only your favorite season because of Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes.
0: Falls. I liked fall before pumpkin spice.
1: Mm, So you're saying you have a predisposition to pumpkin spice because of fall? Yes. Because of your predisposition to liking fall? Yes. And then it happens to come out during fall?
0: Pumpkin pie is also my favorite pie. So that could have something to do with it.
1: It's too smushy. It doesn't have any substance in it. It doesn't have any like chunks for
0: me to eat like apple pie. I'm still going to marry you despite you're saying such horrible things about the best pie ever invented. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so we are here in Pittsburgh, near Pittsburgh. Yes. We're not exactly in Pittsburgh because there's n- there's nowhere for us to park anywhere in Pittsburgh. We could barely park our car. <laughs> like we tried to park our car the other day and it took me like at least 20 minutes to try to circle around the neighborhood to try to find parking.
0: And then we didn't even have our wallet to pay for a meter.
1: Yeah, so we're parking illegally. Sorry, Pittsburgh Parking Authority.
0: Hey, we moved our car.
1: I know, but I think maybe we were still parking illegally. I think we just got away with it. I didn't tell you that part. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so we got our alternator fixed, which was good. We found, we did a little research. We found a replacement alternator that as the the distributor happened to be in Pennsylvania, which was, you know, amazing because we got our alternator within, within like a business day. Yeah. It was because, really fast. Yeah. it They were in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is not too far away from here, I think. It's like just a couple hours, a few hours away. Mm. And they got it uh, to us in like one business day and then we found a mobile truck repair guy who you know normally they do like semis but since this is kind of like a almost like a semi not really exactly like a semi but His i mean similar
0: like, uh, chassis and engine yeah
1: um he was able to work on it and it's not it wasn't that hard it's you know it's an alternator it's a few bolts and then you take out a thing and then you put a thing in back in and there you go, you're alternating. That's how alternators work.
0: Obviously.
1: And so he was able to fix it while we were in our campground. We didn't even have to leave. Yeah. We didn't have to go anywhere. And he was able to just like pull up in his little truck with all his tools and he was able to replace the alternator for us. And yeah. it works. I think. I hope.
0: Well, the alt-charge light came off, and uh, today will be our first day driving, so we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully it it won't, you know, not work on the road, or worse, like, blow up.
0: When you hear this episode, check our Instagram, and if we haven't posted in three days...
1: (laughs) That's because of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah. So, last week, we were supposed to release this episode... Which is our Burning Man episode. Yep. This is, but then, you know, our audio was terrible. And so we're like, we can't, we can't put this out because it's, you know, it sounds bad. So. Yep. We delayed it a week and we just put something together last week.
0: It was a little shorter because this minisode. was a long, this was a long episode.
1: Yeah. It, it When we actually did that episode, it was, you know, it was like 45 minutes long, I think. Or something like that. But anyway, so let's talk about (laughs) Burning Man.
0: Burning Man.
1: Burning Man. Burning Man. (laughs) That was the Burning Man chant because our friend Pete. It's
0: aptly named.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for those of you that haven't gone to Burning Man. um, Or
0: maybe have never heard of Burning Man. Yeah,
1: so Burning Man is kind of like an art and music and community festival gathering in the desert. It's all those things, just trust me. <laughs> I mean, it's all everything and anything that you want it to be, but mostly it's about art and music and community and it's in the Black Rock Desert in Nevada, which is like 2 or 3 hours northeast of Reno. It's out in the middle of nowhere. There's it's barely a,
0: It's BLM land and it's like a dry lake bed. Yeah. I mean so it's just now like it a,
1: is. Sometimes it's actually sometimes lake. Sometimes
0: it's actually lake. But it's basically just like a sand pit in
1: Well, don't call it a sand pit. It's it's like it's like dust. Because well, it's not when you if if you think that it's like sand, you know, like a like a normal Yeah, it's r- not like a beach. Yeah, it's not a beach at all. This is like really fine dust that gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like think of it like I don't know like baby powder maybe. Would you would yeah. you characterize it something? I mean it's not exactly that fine. You know, but cuz there's there is like there are chunks in it. But it's not, you know, super fine.
0: Well, cuz it's naturally occurring not like commercially produced. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's like and it's so dry there that like if you dump any water onto the ground it just like cracks the surface. Yeah.
1: Um and then it clumps and then it like gets in everything.
0: Yeah. So that's really why you're not litter. supposed to dump No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> why you're not supposed to dump your gray water. But that's for another for later in the episode.
1: Yeah. So, um so that's what black uh the, that's what Burning Man is.
0: But basically people come to Black Rock City for one week every year and they create well the creators of the event are there for quite a while before and after but basically they build all of these amazing art sculptures out in the desert um a lot of them are interactive Mm -hmm. um
1: those are the really cool ones where you could like go on them jump on them climb on them that kind of thing
0: there was a Tesla core that you could control with a piano keyboard.
1: Tesla coil.
0: Coil. That's right. There was a Tesla coil. Tesla
1: that... core is probably like what's inside a Tesla car.
0: <laughs> I mean, who knows? But. um.
1: Do you think Elon Musk attends these things he probably, in disguise? He probably does. He just, you know, puts on like crazy costumes. Don't and...
0: they say that a lot of the like San Francisco, like Silicon Valley people yeah. come out? yeah burning man
1: yeah i mean because it's you know right it's near there and they can they can actually fly there's an airport at burning man or black rock city that gets you know stood up yeah there's like a real
0: airport there's a real post office
1: yeah and Um, they get their own zip code every every year you know and then it's the, the
0: same zip code every year but yeah yeah um
1: yeah black rock city is a legitimate actual city with its own post office and airport <laughs> and everything.
0: Um, and so people come and um, there's music, uh, there's workshops.
1: Yeah, classes.
0: There's, um, and then there's just all this art that you can just bike around and look at. Yeah. So that's basically Burning Man in a nutshell. Yeah. And also you wear ridiculous costumes.
1: Or nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I think, um, like, we've talked about this with a few people that maybe had, like, impressions of Burning Man from, like, kind of...
1: YouTube videos or...
0: The tall tales of Burning Man. Right. Um, And I'd say that those people... I mean, those people are definitely there. Um, But it's maybe, like, 10 to 15% of the people at Burning Man. There's, like, 70,000. There were, like, 70,000 people... At Burning Man this year, seventy thousand, and uh, yeah, it was really overall like a small percentage of the people that were really the ones that like, you know, were yeah, like tripped out and running around naked. Small, well, I mean that's small percentage. <laughs>
1: that's what that's what you hear about just because it's right. You know, it's di- it's the different thing. I mean, you don't hear about people with shorts <laughs> and t-shirts on, which is like mostly what people are wearing, but. You know there are like very elaborate costumes and things like that. People get, you know, very into it.
0: Yeah, because you anyway. can wear like pretty much any sort of ridiculous outfit, and everybody's going to be like, "Cool!" Whereas like, you couldn't wear it just like walking down the street, in like the real world.
1: Right. I mean, you could. Well, I, yeah. But then people would. People say would... weird stuff about you, and That's true. you might get judged, <laughs> and then get self.
0: certainly couldn't wear it to work.
1: It depends on what kind of work you do. (laughs) Anyway, so what's your impression? What tell us your first impression of Burning Man? Since this is your first burn.
0: This was. So um, I think I had a lot of um, like expectations. um, Well, I don't know if I don't know if expectations is the right word. Um,
1: Preconceived. Notions about what it was going to be like? Well,
0: I had um, I had uh, heard you tell stories about Burning Man for the last two years before we went. Um, and so I knew, you know, basically what you had told me about your experience. Um, my sister had told me, you know, some of her experience. Um,
1: Which was a thousand percent different oh
0: yeah her experience was was completely different than yours just because you two are very different people yeah um
1: so it was just like uh, we we were talking about earlier like burning man can be whatever you want it to be and it's very individualized by each person
0: Mm -hmm. in retrospect it's you know having been there it's very easy for me to see how that works um what do you mean how that works like everybody being able to have their own oh experience experience yeah Um, But I think going in, I was, like, pretty nervous about it. Um, What were you
1: nervous about?
0: Well, I think I really, like, felt felt pressure to fall in love with it, to be honest. Why? Because you love it so much. And you're like, I'm going back every year. Like, all this, you know, you're just, like, so in it and so committed to it. And you had such a great time that I, I don't know, part of me was really nervous that I would go and not enjoy it and not have a good time and then not be able to, you know, share that experience with you um, in the same way. And so I was a little nervous and felt a little pressure to, like, have a good time. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that that generally characterizes how you live sometimes in the real world and what's called the default world this is called the default (laughs) world burners will say this is the default world and then there's the burning man world so you're in the default world that's maybe how you you also show up you know what i mean like you feel like there's some set expectation of you and you maybe are scared of that
0: I mean, yes, to an extent, but I do think that, like, I mean, we've talked on the show before about how, you know, you and I have some different hobbies, some different interests, um, and I don't necessarily feel the need to, like, do everything that you're doing and, and enjoy every hobby that you enjoy, and I know you feel the same way, like, it's okay for us to have... Separate interests and separate, you know, um, hobbies or interests, but
1: separate interests, hobbies and interests.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to think of a third word and it didn't come to me. So rule of three. Apparently vocabulary is not one of my interests. (laughs) Um, anyway, this felt different than that. Um, I don't really know why. Um,
1: well, what do you mean? It felt different.
0: This felt different. I don't know. I think because they're because of the like community aspect around it and the whole like, you know. I don't know. There's like, it's almost like a cult of Burning Man. Like where people, like you're either like you're really into it and, you know, you're going to come every year and you're really committed and you've got all the gear and you've got like, you know, there's like the, the hardcore burners and then there's like normal people. Yeah. And. Well, I
1: mean, I think it's, it's a good representation or like a good analog of the default world. I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that are like are really into whatever and then they're You know, there's people that just kind of do their thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. But I don't know. I think that this, like, I could tell how impactful Burning Man was for you. Like, your first experience at Burning Man. Like, you, I mean, I won't speak for you, but just basically on what you had told me, um, you know, I knew that this was something that, like, was really meaningful to you. Um, and it's not mean, It like, it's a different kind of meaningful than like, you know, I like pickles and you don't like pickles, but like, we can still be in a relationship because, you know, I'll just eat your pickles. Um, yeah, you will. <laughs> that was not an innuendo. I was literally actually talking about pickles. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um... So, you know, I don't really have, like, emotional investment in pickles. Whereas, like, you clearly had some emotional investment in Burning Man. And so I really did want to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's it's like snowboarding for me. If you don't enjoy snowboarding, I'm still going to enjoy snowboarding by myself. And I can still do that. And you can still be at the lodge drinking and doing the thing that you <laughs> want to do. And I will still enjoy it. And at the end of the day, we'll... Go eat cookies.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... I, it's not like I necessarily felt any pressure from you. Um, So I don't... That's not what I'm saying. Um, I think it's just knowing that, like, if I didn't have a good time, there was going to be this new part of your life that I wasn't going to be, you know part of for like the foreseeable future because you were like I'm going either way like you can come or not and like so then that also made me feel like if I don't like it I'm gonna be left behind you know yeah and so and that was just my own you know like I said it wasn't like you being like you better like this you better have a good time um so I you know there was a lot of emotion for me I think going into Burning Man um And just kind of not knowing what to expect. But I did end up having a good time.
1: That's good. (laughs) I mean, even if you didn't, it's not like I would have, you know, been upset at you or anything. It was just. Oh, I know. I mean, like it would just be for like one week out of the year. I would, you know, go and do this thing and you may or may not come. And then, you know.
0: Yeah. No. I I mean, at
1: the the very least, it's like camping and (laughs) hanging out with friends. Yeah, that's true. In a really, really hot area. But. It's still just camping and hanging out with friends. And then there's stuff around us that, not like naturey stuff, but, you know, stuff that we can there's look ce- at.
0: There's scenery of a different yeah, kind. Yeah, scenery
1: of a different kind and, you know, different things to do than traditional camping. Yeah, so, yeah. And you like camping, so.
0: I did. No, I did have a good time. Um, and I think I just really took it at a really slow pace, um, you know, as an introvert. Sensory overload is like a real thing so I did just you have
1: sensory overload Um, or did you feel like you had sensory overload in the way that you thought you would?
0: Um, you, you talked
1: about that before.
0: Yeah, I you know, I didn't um I think I just intentionally took things like really slowly and didn't try to push myself to do a whole lot um So no, I was I was all right um
1: no, that's good. So, so what, what are you I gonna, mean, the
0: only time we were really in, like, a crowd crowd was when. Like um, Burn Night? Ma- yeah, for Burn Night. So, other than that, everybody's pretty spread out. So, yeah. I didn't I mean, it's feel, huge. like, super, you know, sardine overwhelmed by people. Um, so, that was good.
1: Yeah. What would you, what do you think you would do differently, knowing now what you, what you know about it? Like, for next year, what would you want to do differently? What are some different things that you would do next year that you didn't do this year? Or what would you not do that you did do this year that you didn't, like, care for? Mm. Or that you do, you won't, you didn't care for doing again? Next year, it'll be a little bit easier logistically, I think, for us. Yeah. Because this year, it was, you know, a, a lot of relying on other people. So we have really good friends, and then we were able to, you know, send stuff to them for us and then they, you know, some some friends of ours from Colorado brought bikes for us and, you know, a, a tent that we can use and other stuff like that. And then um our friend our friends in southern California, you know, get, they they gave us a ride and they you know, provided other, you know, things like um uh, uh, our cooking stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, just stuff like that. So logistics were handled by our friends, and we basically yeah, just, help of- you know, flew in <laughs> and then drove in with with some yeah, friends. prepped all of our food. And- yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, I mean, in terms of things that we would do that I would do differently. I mean, we brought way too much food. Yeah, um, we did. I didn't have much of an appetite because it was just so freaking hot.
1: Right. So maybe so, bring more like readily eatable things.
0: Yeah, more like snack, snacky stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, in terms of how I like engaged with Burning Man, like, the things I did and how I spent my time. Um, like, I'm I'm actually pretty content. Um, you know, I think, like, it's easy to feel, like, you know, FOMO about... Because you just can't see everything. You know, there's, like, so much to see. And I think Burning Man, you know, I just... I didn't feel that FOMO there. I was just like, okay, well I'm gonna do I got to do the things that I wanted to do and I was okay with that. I still got sleep and uh you know, I did some workshops and you just kinda go with the flow there. So um so I don't know. I mean I'll probably engage more next time just because it'll be more familiar. Um Yeah. But and I'll know more people in the group Um, because also, you know, another factor was that I didn't really know anyone we were camping with. I had met two of the people before briefly. um, Three. Christina, Patrick and Aaron. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess I had met Patrick.
1: Yeah. Patrick was at our going away party. Yeah, that's right. Um, in April.
0: Um, I didn't really by. like talk to him though, because there were so right, many yeah. people at that, at other that people, um, yeah. event. Um, so I guess I had, I had, you know, said hi to him before. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there was the aspect too, of like being in this camp with all these people that I didn't know. Um,
1: yeah. And then next year there's going to be a ton more people there's gonna
0: be more people that yeah. I know
1: John and Caitlin and um, that I've Grant. interacted
0: with before yeah. and that just takes a lot of the like mental pressure off of an introvert <laughs> being surrounded with people that you already have like established relationships with yeah Um. so so yeah I think Um. I don't know that there's really anything I would change about about the experience like i think it just had to happen the way that it happened
1: no no i'm not i'm not asking what you would have changed if you could go back and do it again i'm no, saying I know. what are you gonna do differently next year
0: no i know but like i i don't know i don't know that there's something really that i would that i would do differently is what i'm saying
1: oh okay i know what i'd do differently what's that i already have plans too. We're gonna have a solar array <laughs> we're gonna have batteries and then we're gonna be able to run freaking f- ceiling fans. Oh
0: yeah <laughs> that would be nice.
1: From an engineering perspective, I think that's what I would do differently because our the the neighbor camp next door they had there there was at least like 30 or 40 people there and they had these um, solar panels. Mm-hmm. and we we camped at what's called AEZ the alternative energy zone it's a theme camp yep. so there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different theme camps around and it could be like a music camp or um you know uh whatever kind of theme camp i don't know. i don't even know you know there's a camp called suspended animation and then they do like rope stuff like um
0: yeah tying
1: yeah Anyway, so this, our theme camp is the alternative energy zone, and there's no generators allowed. There's only, you know, solar, wind, thermo. So th- it's like
0: a bunch of nerds, which meant that I felt very at home.
1: Right. <laughs> so they're really, really smart about, you know, stuff like that. And I got inspired because our camp mates or excuse, our neighborhood camp next door had like a couple of solar panels and a f- couple of batteries. And they were able to run a freaking refrigerator, and I want to be able to do that <laughs> because. But not not really. I don't really care about the refrigerator. I just really wanted a fan. Yeah, fan. that would have been a fan would have a been little amazing. breeze would have been would have gone a long way. Yeah, um, especially our setup. We had a little carport thing that we got from Costco. Actually, mm-hmm. Christina got from Costco, and. You know, that was great because it had shade, but then it was enclosed. So there was, it was really stuffy in there. So we had to, like, you know, we had to pull up some yeah, of the. Yeah, it had little flaps walls. so you could kind of open. Yeah, but... like little windows almost. And um, when the breeze came through, it felt really good in there because it was cooler and it was a mm-hmm. shade, you know, it was shady area. But, you know, when there was no breeze, it was just, it was just still hot. So I think next year I want to bring our own breeze with us that's what i would do differently
0: yeah it was really inspiring the uh campground that we or the camp that we were in um just everybody uh the way that they i don't know like we're so creative about creating energy um and i think something you know that we've experienced both Going to Antarctica this year, um, which we talked about, I think it was episode 30. And then just being on this RV trip, which really, like, in when you're in an RV, it makes you really aware of how much water you're using, how much electricity you're using, um, how much trash you're producing, just, like, everything, you're very aware of it because you're in a, a small space with small a limited space, a limited yeah. quantity of things. Um and you know so it was awesome to see you know cuz one of the kind of um i don't principles principles of burning man is like you know not leaving
1: it's like a no trace
0: yeah leaving no trace and so just the way that people were using their ingenuity to like produce power and have less impact on the environment it was cool
1: yeah like we saw one guy that had 1600 watts of solar panels on his on his um the top of his rv he had a burning man rv it was basically like a converted you know one of those converted like greyhound commercial buses yeah and um but it was an rv you know or it was maybe it wasn't converted i don't remember it was a big bus i think it was
0: just thing. like a really really old rv okay and it was um, like so a, it, didn't a, it looked have like slides a bus or yeah. anything so it looked like a bus
1: right and they were able to make their own ice yeah which... they had
0: like a freaking commercial ice maker a
1: commercial ice maker <laughs> that made the, its own ice so he didn't even have to he didn't have to have a refrigerator because he had this freaking ice maker and it was awesome and then there was another guy that had um like a 30 40 foot tall wind turbine Mm -hmm. thing it was it was noiseless it didn't make any noise because it was what was he he was explaining it was like magnetic yeah there there were it was like a magnetic um deal Mm -hmm. so it was almost frictionless yeah because of that
0: it was fascinating um and then you know i mentioned earlier that like part of leaving no trace is not um you know you take everything with you including your Grey water. Um, so any you know, water from washing your hands or brushing your teeth or whatever, um, washing dishes, you bring it all with you. Uh, when you leave, you don't dump it. Um, and people had all sorts of like creative contraptions to help evaporate grey water. The
1: evapotron. That's what it's called. It's the evapotron. Oh. That thing that it was that it- i was showing you
0: oh cool
1: it's called an Evapatron. so yeah the same guy with the big big ass bus with the ice with, maker with the ice maker yeah had the evapotron
0: yeah so there was all kinds of like just really interesting um stuff going on there That the, um yeah it was really inspiring Um, the creativity and the ingenuity of people was was really cool to see
1: so what would you say is like your one biggest takeaway that you enjoyed from from going to burning man and like how would you apply it to you know like our relationship you know i have i mean like i have something but i want you to go first
0: (laughs) So I think my biggest like takeaway from Burning Man or maybe the thing that I like enjoyed most or got the most out of was just kind of when you're at Burning Man there's no really kind of like um expectations on you or like judgment on you if you feel a certain way or if you do a certain thing um You know, you kind of just have the ability to be really, like, honest and genuine because nobody in the community, you know, is really going to say, oh, why are you doing that? Or why are you, you know, like, if you're interested in something, go to to a workshop on it. If you want to go look at this art, go look at this art. If you want to stay in the tent, stay in the tent. If you want to wear, like leggings with palm trees and butterfly wings and fine go for it like <laughs> um <laughs> so i think which is what you did which is what i did i did um i did have leggings with palm trees and some butterfly wings um that's something you know that's kind of like an attitude that i wish i had more of in the default world um of just being able to like own what i want and do the things that I want to do and not feel like I have to do certain things because there's expectations I mean obviously there's things that you have to do like you know pay your taxes and like that kind of stuff but you know more of like the unnecessary like societal pressures to do or even like pressures in the entrepreneurial community you know there's a lot of like oh everybody's doing xyz or you know there's just a lot of, like, opinions, um, and I think being more intuitive um, to my own, I don't know, my own needs and my own desires is, like, something that, and being able to own those things, you know, is something that I maybe got out of Burning Man and I'm hoping that I can bring home, I guess.
1: I think you should do that. Because, because it's not I don't know if there is or is not r- any real judgment on the playa but they're definitely unless
0: you're a sparkle pony maybe
1: right but if, unless you are a sparkle pony. but if you're not <laughs> if you're like a just a normal burner or whatever I think that there still is because I'm and in, I'm in these Facebook groups um with a lot of burners and you know from different you know like a Portland burners and the Chicago burners and these other burners and stuff like that. And there's like a lot of people that do really have a lot of um like judgment and they do. and Maybe they just, it just doesn't come out there, but they, they will, you know, they will have that because I see all their posts on Facebook <laughs> and I'm like, that's definitely not like a burnery thing to say, but they, they say that because now they're in a default world or whatever and they're, on the internet and that's just what happens so i think that it's going to happen no matter what so i think you should just not care (laughs) all that to say you should just not care
0: yeah i mean it's easier said than done but it's definitely
1: i know but you did it there why because you allowed yourself to do it
0: yeah i mean that's true i mean
1: you gave yourself permission nobody else gave you permission like nobody at the door or the gate was like now you can be free of judgment. This is a judgment-free <laughs> zone. Nobody told you that. Like maybe I told you that because that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I kind of think it is. But that's because that's how I think of a, of the regular world anyway. Like <laughs> I don't care about what other people, how other people judge me, and you know, to yeah. me It just extends into into the Burning Man world, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to do, you know, anything that will get me arrested, you know, in the real world. It's probably but like, good. you know, like if I walk around in my underwear in a campground, somebody might call the cops. So I won't do that. Yeah. But a Burning Man, I might I might do that.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Because nobody's going to call the cops if I am <laughs> walking around in underwear because people walk around in nothing.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: And so, you know, but for the most part, I'm. Really don't care about other people's judgments on me. <laughs> and so that that's there's no difference. Yeah. So hopefully you could see that. I mean people are gonna judge. That's just that's just what's Judgey gonna
0: Judgy McJudgerson's Yeah. So what's your answer?
1: Um I so I took away remember on Friday night when um our campmates left to go, you know, to go back out into the playa. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed with you. Mm-hmm. So I still in, I enjoyed that part of it. I mean, I thought I was like kind of missing out and then, you know, hanging out with our friends and stuff, doing Burning Man things. And sure, <laughs> they had a lot of fun and it was great. And I'm sure I would have had a lot of fun, too. But then staying back with you and then it was just us, too. Um, that was also really fun. That was not something I was kind of expecting, you know yeah and so i think that brought me closer to you because you know it was just a like a more intimate burning man experience yeah not like intimate in that way (laughs) i'm talking about like emotionally intimate right so that's what i got out of it like i don't have to do you know all the things that i would have done necessarily and and i still had a good time Because you're now in my life and, you know, you're part of this life and a burning life. The burning man world. (laughs) So that's what I got out of it.
0: Aw. That's so sweet.
1: So that's what I loved learning about myself. You know what else I love doing? Hmm. I love doing the sweep up. (laughs) Me too. What made you feel loved today?
0: Well, we've been up for all of like... Fifteen minutes aside from <laughs> recording this podcast, so I'm going to talk about yesterday. Okay. <laughs> That's
1: fine. Um, what made you feel loved in the last twenty four and a half hours? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so it made me feel really loved that you were willing to drive to the national park yesterday. Um, I had really wanted to go earlier this week, and we went to Cuyahoga. We went Falls. to yeah, Cuyahoga. Valley, Cuyahoga.
1: Cuyahoga, National, Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Yeah,
0: um, it's in Ohio. Um, so it's about two and a half hours from where we are. And I had really wanted to go earlier in the week. And I'm like, maybe if we get up really early and then we work from a coffee shop and then we fill and Christian was like, I just I can't. Um, and because his work is like crazy right now. So I was kind of bummed. I mean, I understood, obviously, um, but I was kind of bummed and we ended up, like, staying in Pittsburgh an extra day and not moving until Sunday, um, which is the day we're recording, which meant we had all day Saturday. And I was just, like, really excited that you were like, hey, let's go to the national park. And um, we were able to just do that. And the leaves are starting to change, even though it's, like, n- still 90 degrees during the day. Um
1: yeah, it doesn't feel like fall,
0: but it it's starting but to it's, look but like it is,
1: fall. Right. I mean, the the light is what really makes the leaves change. It's right. not the temperature. Not the temperature. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And so, yeah. So I just had like a really really good day, and um, you know, the weekend days that we're not driving, I really um cherish those. Now that you are working, you know, long hours during the week, so. Um it made me feel really loved to be able to spend that time with you and go to another national park.
1: Yeah, we haven't been to a national park in like over 6 weeks since the Badlands. Since it's yeah, since time. South Dakota. So that was that was really good. We got to stamp another stamp on mm-hmm. our passport, national park passport.
0: Yep. What made you feel loved today?
1: Mm along the same lines you you so it was a 2 hour drive. To Cuyahoga and you know, I drove there, and drove us around. You know, because it's a weird setup. The national park isn't like a national park. It's it's like
0: it's very different from the other ones that we've been to.
1: Right. It's very different. It it was not like you go into the national park and you're in nature. It's like you go into the national park boundaries, and then there's neighborhoods and a golf <laughs> course and things that you could see i think they and
0: highways right
1: and bridges and so it's not like super naturey in that sense it was i think it's more like to preserve the area the history for his yeah for Mm -hmm. his historical purposes but you know um so we drove around there but i had some things that i needed to get done for work that you took the 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 drive shift back (laughs) You know, you drove the two hours, two and a half hours back from Cuyahoga to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I was in the car and I was able to, you know, do a little bit of work, which was good because then I can get ahead of the week, you know, because I have this thing due on Monday. And um, and I, you know, didn't get it done last week, so I had to work on it. But then also it was bad because then. I got all carsick and motion sick,
0: <laughs>
1: and it felt gross. But then afterwards, <laughs> you know, I like almost immediately went straight to laying down onto bed because I had like a big headache and I felt kind of throw uppy. And and then you made me dinner. Mm-hmm. You made me my favorite like comfort food dinner, and it made me feel like it gave me my second win, and it made me feel like it made me feel like one hundred percent better after I ate that. I like Good. didn't have the headache anymore, didn't have the, you know, gross feeling. <laughs> and so that made me feel loved that you would take care of me when I needed you to.
0: Of course, babe. Anytime. All right. What What about those of you that are listening? What has made you feel loved?
1: In the default world. In the default world. Or if you went to Burning Man. I know that there are some people that yeah might have gone to Burning Man that follow us. So, what did you guys... Yeah, we'd
0: love to hear about your experience. Give,
1: tell us some playa stories.
0: <laughs> uh, you can connect with us on social media at Swept Together. So, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Um, or you can head to our website, com slash episode 52 to uh, to see... The show notes. The show notes. Photos of Christian and I in our Playa onesies.
1: Yeah. Not in my underwear.
0: Not in his underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get too excited, ladies. He's taken. Yes. Um,
1: (laughs) Officially taken in a very short time here as we get prepared for our wedding.
0: Yeah. It's coming up so soon.
1: Yeah. And speaking of which, um, we are probably going to take um, a week off while we are in Belize for our wedding, so yeah. if there's a gap, you'll know why.
0: <laughs>
1: because we're That's, getting yeah, married
0: coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, October.
1: So, um, until next time, because there will be an a, at least an episode next yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> I think
0: there's going to be like probably two, yeah, two more, yeah. or something. So anyway, this is not goodbye. Um. So <laughs>
1: yeah. So until next time. Thanks again for listening and for engaging with us online really appreciate it you
0: guys are the best
1: and we'll talk to you next week love you love you guys Oh, you know what? I dreamt that we were in Las Vegas, and I was trying to get to you guys. You guys were in a hotel room somewhere else. <laughs> I was in a different hotel room, and I was trying to get to you, but there were all these obstructions getting in the way. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the elevator didn't work and other things. That's what I, that's what I remember. And I had... There was like some sort of nature video that somebody said I had to watch. So then I had to watch that before <laughs> I had to leave. I don't remember what the nature video is about.
0: I can't believe you left me unsupervised in Las Vegas. No, you were
1: you, you were with everybody else. They were like Rob and Melissa were there, and oh. JP, and you, like everybody was waiting for me to get there because you guys were already. I don't know why I was in a different hotel room.
0: I can't believe I left you unsupervised in Vegas. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I had to like pack my stuff from the hotel room, I remember, and I, oh, and I like needed to, not clean, I needed to like make the bed. I don't know why I was like, I had to make this bed before I leave. (laughs) I don't know why. But anyway, so that's, I think that's what I remember. I think you guys were at the Bellagio. Mm. I was at some other hotel. I don't remember. It doesn't look familiar. Anyway, that's what my dream.
0: <laughs> Is it the one that looks like a castle?
1: No, I don't know. I never left the hotel. Oh, in my dream, I was still trying to get <laughs> out of the hotel.
0: We probably could have gotten from your hotel to the Bellagio without ever going outside. <laughs> Whatever. That's anyway. how Vegas works.
1: Do you think Cowboy just makes a? Uh, you know, a minute amount of noise all the time. And then we just don't hear it because it, it is so subtle. But then when we're trying to be very quiet, we can then hear it because, you know, there's no other noise except for him. Maybe he just makes Maybe you're just a noisemaker.
0: <laughs>
1: don't look at me like that.
0: I don't know. I feel like he spends most of his time just like laying he just winked at me. around sleeping. Oh, well, that means he definitely...
1: He definitely is like, yeah, I make all kinds of noise. (laughs) Maybe you're just a noisemaker. Those stupid bugs.